Live from the Pacific Northwest, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. Real. True. Stories. May the narrative be with you. So, two months ago, I was standing on top of a 5,050-foot volcanic crater in Costa Rica. Now, for some of you, it may not be a big deal. For me, it was one of the most monumental occasions in my life. And I'm going to tell you why. I've been a massage therapist for about 22 years or so. And in most of that time, I'd had pain in one or the other, and eventually both hips, pretty continuously. And, you know, I... I, I would think about it, and it would get pushed behind me. Because I, I was, I was, my job was taking care of other people. So I could push through that pain. But what I started to realize was a lot of the things that I loved to do had started to fade away from my life. I wasn't dancing anymore. I couldn't hike anymore. I couldn't even walk that far, really. <laughs> but I could still do my job because it's what I loved and it made me happy. And that pushing through things, that moving on is what I started to do from when I was a kid. My father died a little bit before I was seven. Alcohol invaded my family. Lots of drama trauma happened after that. <laughs> and I never knew why until much later that my feeling, that sense of needing to help people came because I could never help my family enough. I was never enough. There was never enough of me to fix what was around me. And so consequently, I didn't, I didn't have that sense of, of respect and love for myself either. And that's why when I found my job, it was great, because I could still help people. <laughs> so moving on from there, what I realized over time is all that drama, trauma that happened for me as a kid had sort of manifested itself in my body. And eventually, what happens when you don't pay attention to things is they'll come up and get you. <laughs> so, getting out of the shower one morning, I bend down to pick up my clothes. Next thing I know, I'm on the floor. And I'm going, this can't happen. I, you know, there's this part of my brain that's going, this isn't right. I got other things to do. I got to go to work and stuff. And there, there's other part of me going, but you're serious freaking pain. And you're not going to be able to move. But determined, I got my clothes, got myself dragged down the hall. And then I got into my stairs. And I'm going, I'm going to go to work. Gosh dang it, I'm going to make it happen. And so sitting on my butt, going down my stairs, like that was going to make it work. Um, yeah, I got stuck about halfway down, and finally the pain was so much I couldn't do it anymore. I didn't even have enough breath in me to yell up to my dear friend and roommate, who was just up and around the corner. Thank God for cell phones. Had her on speed dial. Called her from our stairs and said, come help me, I'm stuck on the stairs. And so she came and rescued me, and with a lot of convincing and cajoling, got me to go to ER. And there's a whole other story involved with that, but the gist of this argument was, 
I'm self-employed. I have no health insurance. And I got other things to do. And the gist of the truth of that was, I was just so freaking scared. And I didn't know what I was going to do. Gets me to ER. We get the pictures. And they're, they're showing me what's going on. So there's nothing left in this joint, and the bone's kind of holy, and they're kind of warped, and there's all these things. If you ever get a picture of your bones, it's kind of disconcerting in the first place, but when they really don't look right, it's just kind of weird. So they started to tell me that you're going to have to have both hips replaced. It's like, oh, now there's a, there's, there's, what am I going to do with that? It's like, okay, so I can't go home because I can't do stairs. I can't walk upstairs. I can't do my job anymore because I can't stand up. And basically, I can't walk. And again, in my brain, I'm going, what am I going to do with this? And in comes one of the many angels that come, have been in my life throughout this whole experience. Her name is Ray. She allowed me. She said, I have a house. I have a spare room. You can come stay with me. And fortunately for me, in huge amounts of gratitude, I am still there, and she's one of my dearest friends. But in the moment, I was going, ah, this can't happen. I'm the one that's supposed to open my house to people. People don't do this for me. I don't deserve this. I can't take this in. I don't know how to accept that kind of love. Moving on from there, finally get to the doctor. It took three months before I could get in. And he's telling me what he's going to do for me. And quick, quick thing, he was showing me this ceramic socket, the ceramic ball that goes into the hip joint, and this other titanium piece that he's going to be pounding into my bone. <laughs> it's like, <sighs> but the thing that got me was that ceramic ball was lavender colored. So for me, I got giddy, right? In my world, in the healing world, lavender is a healing color. So my doctor's kind of going, okay. <laughs> it's like, it's fine. And for me, it was just this huge thing. It's like, I'm like one up. I got the lavender. I'm good. Um, and so moving on, first surgery happens, and it went really well. Six weeks later, they did the second one. Surgery itself goes well. The nerve block didn't work. So when I woke up from surgery, my leg was my, bone, my muscles were spasming. I was digging into stuff that I shouldn't be digging into right after a surgery. And it was, I was crying, and I was just, it was just too much for me. But another angel unknown to me came into my room, sat down in a corner, started playing a harp. And that moment of that sound took me out of the place where I was. And I could focus on something other than this pain that was overtaking me. And eventually I passed out. But that sound was the thing that saved me. And I do sound therapy in my work, so there was a resonance in that for me. Move on from surgery, get out, get into my PT, my physical therapy, months on end. And had awesome people that were doing wonderful work. But they came to a point where it's like, all right, we've done as much for you as we can. And now it's up to you. Still having a lot of discomfort in my hips. Things still weren't working quite right. 
There was a lot of things I still couldn't do. And so I decided that I had to do something else for myself. And so in comes another one of my key angels for this, for this experience in the form of a Groupon coupon. And Trevor Tribune is his name. He happens to be a CrossFit counselor, a CrossFit trainer, excuse me. And um, the kind of work he does is called uh, Original Strength. And one of the key points for this is that he says, you have to learn how to crawl. I said, learn how to crawl. That was just an odd thing for me. And literally, on the floor, one and two, and moving forward. But what this was, was it was a repatterning in my brain and in my body, because nothing had worked right for so long. That in this form of movement, I finally started to figure out how to move forward again. And I started getting stronger. Now, all this happened before I turned 50, you know, and fast forward to my 50th birthday, which was a year and a half ago. And again, my amazing friends and family did something incredible for me. They put together money for me to go to Costa Rica. This had been a trip I'd wanted to do for a long time. And again, my sense of overwhelm and undeserving feelings of who I was and not being worthy of any of this because who am I to be loved like that? Well, my friends and family who have stayed with me through this whole thing, I am incredibly grateful for. So, plan my trip to Costa Rica. I'm getting ready to go. It's in September and that summer, my stepfather becomes ill with cancer. And so I start helping taking care of him. And about the time I'm supposed to go to Costa Rica, he is really close to his deathbed. So I chose to cancel my trip and stay with him. And there was a lot of healing in that for me with my own father and different issues that had happened. So being able to be with him was a huge gift for me. And although he may not have always been an angel when he was alive, he gave me a gift in his will and left me a little bit of money so when that all happened in January of this year, I, I, was, I, I was able to rethink about doing my trip to Costa Rica. And I got it set for April. And because all that lovely money that my friends had put together kind of got spent while I was trying to take care of him. <laughs> so um, so it, was, it was truly a gift for me to be able to do that. So I make it to uh, Costa Rica. And first day in Costa Rica, not really realizing what I had just signed myself up for, was an eight-hour trek to climb a volcano, a volcano. And it's like, and I get there and I'm realizing, what the heck did I do? Because I'm thinking, I don't know if I can do this. But one of the other gifts by not going when I had originally planned was I had had seven more months of this integration of my body, of learning how to move differently. So I get there, I got my, my, my walking sticks, I, I climb, I scramble, and on part of this, I have to crawl. So we make it up to the top of this mountain. We go down into the crater, see this beautiful lake, come out the other side, literally crawling through a lot of that and having to, to pull myself up through different places. Go down the other side, 
And the next day, I didn't die. I was really happy. <laughs> My body still worked. I could, I could walk. It was a good day. And there were a lot of things that happened for me on that trip. But one of the really cool things that I began to understand about myself is that seed about learning to crawl, that, that piece about moving forward, repatterning your life, my life, in ways that I had never thought I could. I got a second chance to live my life differently. All those old stories about who I was got cut out of my body. They were gone. I have lavender in my hips. <laughs> I have titanium in my bones. And I've been able to repattern different places in my life, who I am, why it's all right for me to be here, why it's all right to have people love me. And what I really learned, and there's going to be other places where I have to learn how to crawl. And I'm still working on a lot of these things. But I know that I've learned how to crawl. I've learned how to move forward in a stronger and healthier way. And beyond that, I learned that I can climb a mountain. <laughs>